Hi everyone, welcome to Collab Gab, a podcast all about music, collaborations you love to remember and those you hope to hear. This is your host, AC, and today is a very special episode. I have one of Arizona's very own bands here recording with me, A Step Ahead. Hey guys, excited to have you on the show today. Hey, thanks for having us. (laughs) Thank you. So first I want you guys to tell listeners who you are, what you're all about, and what you each, what your role is in the band. Whether you play an instrument, if you sing, tell us. Uh, yeah, what's up? So, we obviously are a band a step ahead. We play pop punk, pop rock, however you want to put it. Um, we've been a band since, what, 2009? 2009 now. Um, yeah, and we've done various tours. Um, we play all around Arizona. You'll probably catch us in a show here soon. My name is Nick, and uh, I am the main vocalist of the band. Great. Hey guys, my name is Matt, and I play bass. My name is Mike, I play guitar. My name is Rob, and I play drums. And not with us today is Colin. He plays guitar as well. Yeah. Kid things. I want to start off by telling the listeners how awesome you guys are right off the bat. Um, I must say, well done. I've listened to some of your songs on Spotify, which is really cool that you're on Spotify. And I believe you're part of some playlists on Spotify as well. Yep. There's a couple uh, bigger playlists out there. Pop Punk's Not Dead is one of them. And then... I think it's new punk new tracks. New punk tracks, yeah. The other one. Okay. We, we recently released a single, uh, Silence is Golden, about two weeks ago now. Halloween. Yeah. Halloween yeah. Now. Yep. So that one is, is right now the big heavy hitter on those two playlists. Um, but we do have another song, and it's Win It, that's on uh, a pop punk. punk workout playlist that's doing pretty well for us as well. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Those are three very different Spotify playlists. So <laughs> yeah. you're you're probably going to capture a pretty diverse audience, which is good. Yeah, that's kind of the goal with all of our singles that we release is to get on playlists. We found the most success um, reaching audiences through those playlists. So it's always an honor when we find out that we're on one. Mm-hmm. Uh, just with the process to go through it, you don't really talk to anyone in, anymore. The new... Uh, the way to do it is just submit the song for a playlist and hope one of the curators at Spotify likes it. Wow. And then, yeah. And if they do, then hopefully you get on that yeah, playlist. Yeah, it's like Christmas morning when you find out. Well, and the that, fact you that know, you have three right, yeah, is yeah. a big deal. And we've yep. been on a, quite a few in the past, and these are the big ones that we were hoping for, so we're really happy that they they like this song enough to, to put yeah. it on. Put it seems back on like there. they did. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm hoping that there's more that will be on there. As soon as I first heard a collection of your songs on Spotify, also on YouTube, um, it took me to a place of, let's say, 2004, which <laughs> was one of the best years ever, Fall Out Boy, Yellow Card, some of those bands that you haven't heard in a while that you want to hear and you're waiting for them to release something. With that being said, I want to go into a little bit of background on you. You said you guys started in 2009. Are you all from Arizona? I mean, I'm not from Arizona. I was actually born in Trinidad and Tobago in the Caribbean. Um, I moved here when I was young, though, so I basically claim AZ as my home state. You were raised here. Yeah, I was raised here. Same, raised here. Born and raised. Yeah. I'm I'm actually born in uh, Los Angeles, but raised in Bakersfield. um, (laughs) Armpit of California. Yeah. That's what they say. Until? Uh, About early 2000s. Okay. Colin's a local boy, too. Colin, yeah. yeah. And then you guys are from here. Yep. Two years old, yeah. That that counts. Yeah. <laughs> That's enough. How did you first get together as a band? Ooh. 
There's been a lot of people in this band over the years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nick, Nick's actually one of the original members. Yeah, really so cool. how this band started, we all had a love for pop punk back in the day, and uh, we wanted to start a band, and we used to have this house um, that we used to party at all the time, and it would just have various musicians coming in and out, and uh, we started the band, um, I remember the day we actually started with our good friend J.J. Keough, and he was a very known person um, in the music uh, industry, at least in Arizona. And um, we started like scouting people out and trying to figure out how we can start this band because there wasn't a lot of pop punk bands back then. A lot of it was really based around metal and those things, and we just didn't want to do that same old thing. And this is when like Four Year Strong was getting big and Fall Out Boy and all these bands mm-hmm. you mentioned, and we really liked that stuff because it told a story. So um, we started back then, and it started in a garage. Well, yeah, it was a garage converted into a room. And then uh, we slowly got Colin involved. And then from there, Colin got Mike involved. And then Matt used to come party at our house <laughs> all the time. And then he eventually got involved. And um, Rob's actually probably our most recent member as of like a year ago. Yeah, yeah about okay. a year ago. Yeah. So, um, But we have deep roots as far as like we've known each other for a long time. So it's it's much more than a, than a band, you know. It's, yeah. it's a family. Cause, and that's why we are able to continue to make music as we have over the last. Well, and we all used to be in different bands. Yeah. Like I, yeah. Back in 2009, I think we all were in a different band. And just through the scene, knowing each other, playing with each other, we all knew each other were. So mm-hmm. the day that you know you get the call, it's not like out of the blue. You've kind of already associated a little bit. And so I knew who a step ahead was before I even joined the band. Yeah. So once I got that call from Colin, I was like, oh, well, yeah, definitely, let's do it. Yeah. It must happen, yeah. 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 Same with me yep. and my band used to open up for a step ahead. And then uh, when we oh. broke up, like, hey, you want to play bass? I was a guitar player. We're like, we're going on tour in two weeks. I'm like, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that was kind of... That was it. And was that in 2009 or was that later after that? That would have been a little bit later because you guys started in 2009. I think 2010. Yeah. 2010 was probably, okay. yeah, we did a tour. Yeah, so. our first tour. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good segue. Um, I know that you guys have toured. Obviously, we've talked about it, but I had done a little research on that. Can you share who you've toured with and a little bit about the bands that you were on the road with? There's yeah, a, there's a lot. There's a lot. Okay, give me like <laughs> top three. Storm of the Bay was well. One. So, like the first tour was a shipwreck or castaway, right? This band called In Her Own Words, which are on all the playlists that we're on, and they're really doing well. And I actually really enjoy their music. I talented, think yeah. they're super, super talented guys. Mm-hmm. So, um, who else was there? Um, I think 2010 was a shipwreck or castaway. In Her Own Words and Storm of the Bay. I want to say we did 2012 tours with. Um, 2011, we did some touring on Warp Tour. It wasn't necessarily us playing shows with Warp Tour. We were more so there just endorsing uh, archaic clothing. But it was kind of a fun experience, and from that we yeah. gained a lot of networking. Yeah, we actually met a lot of people. Yeah, we were on that tour the whole time, so being able to talk to all these bands and yes. you know network was that was awesome. It was a good experience and learn from their experience oh, yeah. on the road for right. sure, for sure. And we pushed our music. Have. The whole time we were there, of yeah. course. So I we mean, actually we sold a lot. We of sold a lot of albums, <laughs> shirts, and things like that. Yeah. Album tour, even though we never played, which was great. Yeah, but um, you have a captive audience. That group of people are there for a specific reason, and you're you're able to capture them. Right. With yeah. Yeah. That I mean, that's a great opportunity. Yeah, these guys were going around with headphones, 
putting on people standing oh, in line so waiting smart. to get in. Yeah. yeah. Like, we definitely hustled. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of hustling going on that. So. That's genius. Yeah, every morning, I mean, the gates opened at 10, 30, 11, something like yeah. that. So we'd go out 7, 8 in the morning. There's already a line of 300 people, and we would just go down the line. And just hustle. Together, you want to hear our stuff, put some headphones on them, and then... So what was the reaction from a lot of people? Were they excited to hear Most it? Most people were into it, yeah. I mean, a lot of the people there were... They're for different genres and bands. So the metalheads, you know, weren't necessarily as into it. The pop people weren't as necessarily into it. But everybody else that has a general, like, love of music. Yes. That yeah. likes the pop, rock, you know. I would say it was a positive. Pop. For the most part, really like, there's thing. nothing that sticks out in mind where people are like, this is terrible. Like, most no. people were pretty, no. like, this is pretty good. Yeah. You know? It's like, very easy to listen to. For me, for example, I'm a huge rap fan. Mm-hmm. But I love pretty much all music. And this music that you guys produce, and it's it's got a, a good enough melody and sound that I'm pretty sure anybody would be happy to listen to it. So, Thank you. Glad you're here. Yeah. That's the goal. It's just yeah. catchy enough so that regardless of what you like, it's stuck. Yeah, you're into it. It almost has that nostalgic element to it. Continue that because there's something missing right now in music, and I think it's that. And I, you're I, nailing it. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely feel that way. I and love everything you're saying because I think for me, and I'm not, I don't want to speak on behalf of you guys, but... Like, I remember watching movies in the late 90s, like, 10 Things I Hate About You right. and all American these. American Pie. American Pie that had yes. these, like, pop punk bands that were, like, Amazing. telling a story. Exactly. And it was just, like, this fun. Yes. And I love that. And I think I always go back to that. And I was like, how can we replicate? How can we do something like that? Modern version. Yeah, because the pop punk out now is great. Don't get me wrong. But it's more of, like, a grungy style. Yes. And I'm not, like, as, as great as it is, like, I still go back to the roots of. Absolutely. And yeah. it also has to do with our... And it, it can appeal to any generation, but I think our generation, really, it resonates with them and we can relate to that. It's funny you say that because I thought the exact same thing. I was listening to you guys over the course of the week and, and some other bands that are similar. And it took me back to those movies, specifically American Pie, as mm-hmm. I mentioned. For some reason, awesome. the soundtrack to that movie is fantastic. Yeah, it I is. It, it is a good soundtrack. It's just... It does. It tells the story of the movie, which if you haven't, if somebody hasn't seen that movie, it's classic, of course, but it's, it's relatable and it's a perfect product of that time period. Love it. What was your favorite part of tour life and what would you like to experience on a future tour? Oh, that's a deep question. So I I don't know if it was my favorite part, but I knocked out my two front teeth. (laughs) These are fake. My teeth uh, are in Albuquerque. I totally forgot. <laughs> and, uh, Still yeah, 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 they're on stage okay. in Albuquerque. I forgot about but, that. But um, that was one. It How sucked for that? me. I swung my guitar around on stage, <gasps> popped them right out. Oh. Middle of our first song, I think. Yeah, well, you got to tell the backstory, though. So this <laughs> this show that we were playing, right? So there's a, once again, when we first started touring, there's not a lot of pop punk bands. So we got put with a lot of metal heavy bands playing so we went yeah we went in to this show and apparently i remember this show it was a reunion of a hardcore band show Mm -hmm. so everybody that was there was like what's up like these like big brutal guys were like we're here to play pop punk (laughs) (laughs) and then we saw the first couple bands go on there's like a a lot of mosh pitting and all this crazy stuff happening so we went on we're like we're gonna go hard and matt just went a little too hard yeah right away and did the the most metal thing (laughs) four locals might have been involved too yeah Definitely lots of okay. beers. Your and energy booze. level was right, very high. Right. And then I remember the it just happened, and thankfully it wasn't high enough to where the roots were affected. Oh, thank goodness! So it wasn't the most painful thing in the no world. But I just started chewing on my teeth all of a sudden. Didn't really know what happened. I looked to Nick, who's singing, I'm like, 
dude. <laughs> he just stopped singing. I was like, what? Everyone's laughing. I just spit them out and we uh, kept going. going for, I think we had another month of tour left after yeah. that. That's so, dedication. But the best yeah. part about it is oh, my list. he had a list. He was like, hi guys, how's it going? <laughs> like, hey, Matt, can you say Sally sells seashells? by the seashore. <laughs> but yeah, and we're on tour with our good friends, the Fair and Devonair at the time. Oh, and we're, so were they making fun of you the whole time? Oh, everyone made fun the of you. The whole month. So yeah. And I kind of feel bad about it because we were really getting after Matt. I couldn't even, like, we're going to Taco Bell trying to get food and stuff. I'm like, I, I don't know what I can eat. So That's yeah. I was giving away burritos. I called just, my dentist that day. He's like, well, come in when you can. I'm like, well, it'll be another month and a half. So, yeah. And when he was trying to be serious, it's like, <laughs> he's like, guys, stop it. And it just, you couldn't help but like laugh course, about it. Of course. You, you know? can't take him seriously. You can't. Yeah. So you don't want to experience that on a future tour. No, I'm no, no, okay. no. Mouthpieces for Matt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> A mouth guard like on a basketball yeah, right, court. Yeah. yeah. It took a chunk out of the base too. Oh really? Yeah. Oh gosh. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Can you get that repaired? No. Or did you just get it? No. No, it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's a story. Right. But yeah, it's going back. Sorry, I just kind of hijacked that question. We'll, no, no, it's okay. It's, it's a good story. story. About like the, the uh, best parts about the best parts, and what do you want to experience again on a future tour? I or that you for me, my favorite parts was really like at the end of every night was trying to figure out where we were going to stay. And usually what happened is we would buddy up with other bands on the shows that were playing that night. Who were local. Who were local. And they would invite us to their place. And if not, we'd have to find a hotel or sleep at like a truck stop or Walmart parking lot. So we were actively trying to find people that we could yeah. come hang out with And that that's when some of the most out. unusual stories would happen. Yeah. Oh, I can we've only been, imagine. We've been in some, yeah. Yeah, we've been right. parties where everyone drops acid but us. Right. <laughs> oh my god! We've been in, yeah, we've been in some uh, some real stories, which just makes a fun story, and yeah. maybe yeah, it'll be inspiration stories. for future songs. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and music yeah. videos. It, it was definitely the most interesting part of the tour was where we're going that night, and I guess to answer the second question of what would I like to do different going forward, uh, I want to get a bus. Yeah, <laughs> please, please can we have a bus? Yeah. Can we not? Uh, hotels were hard to come by back then. Yeah. We were, we they were too old kids. now. There's yeah. a budget. I understand. Uh, <laughs> yeah, shower every night would be great. Yeah, yeah, truck stop showers were, I you know. A little rugged. At the yeah. time, convenient, but thinking back, like. Yeah, like but at dirty. least you got one. Yeah, sure. and we had, we had beds, too. So uh, Mike helped out a lot with it, and Colin, they had retrofitted the yes. trailer to have bunk beds. Right, okay. um, so we had a, a van and trailer, and the van, luckily, had, like, a couple bed spreads type thing. Mm-hmm. And then my trailer, we ended up customizing. So it's. It's a, a dual axle enclosed cargo trailer, so I put a wall over the middle of it, so the side door that you can get in, we made like a bunk room, and I built two bunks and oh, had wow. shelves and stuff. So that was kind of like our home away from home. Absolutely. Hey, you've got to do what you got to do, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. that's very creative and innovative of you. Maybe you could start a side business on that. Right. <laughs> Custom tour trailer. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of bands that are just starting out, and they need those hacks, and they need ideas, yeah, because yeah, huh? you have, yeah. Okay, well, we can talk about that there later. Go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to help you out on that. Come Let's put that money. business plan together. <laughs> if I could jump in too real quick, the camaraderie, I think, was probably the best part about tour. Yeah, we love each other. We you know, brothers. We really, we really yeah. are. You know, the one thing that I can think of all the tours and everything else is you would see, we would go with other bands and they would argue between each other and they would fight and, you know, because you're close all the time. Mm-hmm. But we were never like that. We were always like... 
homies with each other and always like we, there was a good relationship between like the core members of us and it yeah. was uh it's good to have that even with the bands we toured with i feel yeah. like we always jived really well you yeah know? and like storm the bay for example those guys were really tight by the end of the tour i think that was the longest lasting tour we had with one band so by the end of it they just felt like brothers you know? yeah. yeah do you think that you'll have an opportunity to tour with them again you know, I don't know. I don't know if they're even actively doing shows Where are they from? Well, one of them is it, from is it one of them in oh. State Champs? One of them was actively touring with State Champs. I don't know if he's officially a member now. I think uh, that was drummer, uh-huh. Josh. I have a question about that. Like, let me give you an example. Angels and Airwaves and Blink-182. Okay. How does that work? Do you know? Like, it, well, does, like Tom, is he with Angels and Airwaves? He's out of Blink. He's no longer with Blink. So 100%. Yeah, because he's crazy. Right. Okay. They don't get along. So yeah, when they, they originally broke up, he did Angels and Airwaves as a side project. Yes. I think Travis had... 40, what was that band? Boxcar Racers? He did. And, that he, had and he was in Transplants. And he had his whole hustle going on. He also on. had some... Um, I wouldn't say they were solo. It wasn't like a solo career. Yeah. But he did some solo projects with mm-hmm. other artists. Like hip-hop. Like what hip-hop. I will say... He did, yeah, yeah. with Lil Wayne. I think I when think, you're... Yeah. When you're at that level, right? They're not touring 24-7. They've made money. So when they're off of their main, main tour, the, they do... They still... I mean, they're still musicians. So they go out with other bands and do the things. Okay. When you're yeah. talking like little bands, right? Sometimes it's paying gigs, right? Come on tour. We'll have a paid musician or... Um, once again, off cycle, that's all I do is tour. So I need to jump to a different band or do something like okay. that. Yeah. And Just when depends. you get to that level too, I think you're the commodity. So people are reaching out to you. Yeah. Things, Absolutely. You know? 100%. It, it keeps you busy. I'm sure in the off season. You're making money. Yeah. Right? yeah. I just, I wondered, I saw angels and airwaves was coming here and I was like, Oh, I wonder how that works. Cause I know that he wasn't mm. with blink. I right. don't know if he was going back to blink. Well, not only that, but isn't he the president of like, a UFO organization? Oh, yeah. Yes. Like, yes. I'm all about that. I love, I love everything about Tom DeLonge. My What's wife will not watch the shows with me, but I'm, all about I'm a big fan. Yeah. Oh, the I, conspiracy theories yeah. are awesome. I was a huge Blink-182 fan. Me too. For, yeah. I, I, yeah. Think, yeah. I think a lot of our generation was. I'm guessing that you guys probably 100%. were too, but Rob, take maybe it or leave Rob, what was your, what this, was your well, band? I, I grew up more so on like emo music and like grunge yeah. music so I, I didn't really listen to too much pop if you say nirvana <laughs> not too much nirvana but a lot of like hey they've new... got some good stuff. i like some nirvana i, was, like, yeah. I can't listen to sad metal, things like i was big in a corn when i was a kid uh, okay stuff like Limbis. that okay Limbis, and you kids didn't like, like us kids listening to blink on it too the yeah. Mainstream. yeah okay so i got you some edge to the group yeah yeah i i listened to a lot of that growing up and then as i got into like my high school years i switched over to like a real emo phase and started listening to like hot yeah like Dashboard, Hawthorne, Hawthorne High. Hey Dashboard Confessional girl. is actually doing a 20th anniversary really? show. Yeah. There. Dashboard kills yeah. it. Yeah. I played a show with uh, Hawthorne Heights yeah. back at the Underground oh, wow. like oh, 10 years ago with my old band. Nice. Wow. Hmm. That's really cool. So I know that you guys have also done some video work. Do you plan to do more in the near future? Oh, yeah. We, oh, yeah. yeah. We're, in, we're in process. Yeah. Yeah. We, we shot one Progress, yeah. about halfway through the shoot. We had to stop and we're, we're working on rescheduling it. But yeah, we have three more singles that we're looking to drop here in the next year, ideally. So we want to have a video for every single. So right now, we've already started one. Mm-hmm. We're in the process of planning the other one. And then eventually, we'll get to the third. And Okay. Have a game plan for all three. Very yeah. fun. We can give you a sneak peek if you want. Okay. To yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think what you'll yeah. find, though, when we give you the sneak peek, 
is uh, they're all very different. Mm-hmm. True. They're, Which I've realized. Yeah, there's nothing that's different. like you're going to hear and be like, you're going to hear a completely different sound. And uh, I think that's one of the things that keep us going is we're able to still be inventive and like dynamic, dynamic yeah. and mm-hmm. come up with this stuff. It's, it's exciting. And your listeners will want that. They'll mm-hmm. be excited to see what you come out with next and what that's going to look like. Because if they listen to the song, the video, of course it will tell the story of the song, but it might not be what they're thinking when they listen to it. Kind of right. like when you read yeah. a book and then you see a movie of that book and it's completely different than what you thought. Kind of like when you hear different. our band and see our faces, you're like, that comes out of them? <laughs> maybe, maybe. I, I don't know, but that's what builds builds the character of the band and that's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. I think uh, Silence is Golden is one of those songs, like you mentioned, there was a lot of ideas for that song. Right. Just with the lyrics and it's so it was so different for us. Just kind of that more maybe mature, a little yeah, darker. It's darker, more mature. We're usually the upbeat pops that are, to come up with something more serious yeah. and I think it needed to happen because it's uh, it just shows a more grown up sound and uh, you know I'm I was really happy with the way it came out. So. Yeah, Lance Gerger directed shot that video. He's mm-hmm. fantastic. He's a boss, and then Curtis Douglas, who helped produce and you know co wrote, um, did such a great job as well too. Yeah. And are they local to Arizona? They are. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot of talent out here. We've been lucky to come across it. There mm-hmm. is, and I think that's mm-hmm. growing yeah. too. Um, there's a lot of businesses and a lot of production companies that are moving to this area that help local bands become who they are and Mm -hmm. grow. Yep. Okay, I'm going to switch topics here. So what past collaborations have inspired you for your music today? Well. (laughs) 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 Sorry, sidetracked Rob over here. Being Being Rob. Being Rob, yeah. Drummers. Um, I mean, there there was a couple that, you know, that were out around 10 years ago and we formed as a band and I'm sure we're a lot of inspiration but I think some of the the major ones that we were outlining just specifically for you know talk about today um a praise chorus by Jimmy World was one of them yep and uh newfound glory the king of wishful thinking Mm -hmm. those were two of them they got features in both of them Mm -hmm. Um, I think the the newfound glory one's featuring the follow boy guy right Uh, Patrick Patrick Stump Stump, right yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to talk about that for a second. So, Newfound Glory is a name that I haven't mentioned or heard in quite some time. Oh, they still crush oh, it. They're awesome. They, oh, they do. And I want, to, well, I want to talk about that in a second, but I also first want to highlight, as some of my listeners might not know, Patrick is one of uh, the Fallout. He's the lead vocalist for Fallout Boy. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned before, the first time I heard your music, it, it was reminiscent of theirs. I found it really important to note this. Do you was that very inspirational for you throughout the time that you were starting? I, it must have been together? because Newfound Glory is a constant comparison that we always get, and not, it's not a negative. I think that's awesome. I love Newfound Glory. Yeah, 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 I love them. Um, but oh. Fallout Boy, um, when thinking about Fallout Boy, I know for me personally. Um, Growing up, I remember the first time I saw Fall Out Boy's music video on MTV. Mm-hmm. I was like, who the hell is this band? I remember it With too. With the snow falling and uh-huh. all that. I just was like, this is so good. Yeah. And it, it was on a constant cycle for me when that album came out. Don't um, you miss being able to see music videos like that? Yeah, I, it was great. And, I um, do. So it, that was probably always in the back of my mind. I don't know if I consciously was like putting that into my music, but who knows, subconsciously that might have been something. Let's talk about King of Wishful Thinking. Newfound Glory is a name I haven't mentioned or heard in quite some time, but we'll get back to that in a second. I want to first talk about the song in relation to Patrick Stump. So as many of my listeners might not know, Patrick is one of the Fall Out Boy, he's the lead vocalist for Fall Out Boy. And as I mentioned before, the first time I heard your music, it was definitely reminiscent of that. 
So that's really cool to me. And I found it really important to note. So was that really inspirational for you as uh, when you guys first got together for the group members that are here? I mean, I would say definitely. Anything that you know you grew up listening to is always going to come into a factor when you're writing new music. You're always going to take your past influences when you're writing new songs. And typically when we write, it's a collaborative writing session. It's usually us with our producer. But all the ideas that come out are all just things that we've been sitting on for years and years and years. And since Fall Out Boy is just a huge, you know, I would say, insp- not necessarily inspiration, but huge just... Influence? Influence, yeah. yeah you know, for mm-hmm. everything that we've listened to growing up. Mm-hmm. So it's hard mm-hmm. to not have it included in our music. Well, and I think the thing that's cool about Fall Out Boy is that they have been consistently popular since they started. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, and I could be wrong on this, you might know more, I'm guessing you know more about this than I do, but... They've produced a popular song, what, like every few years, yeah. every couple of years, and, and a popular yeah. album yeah. in yeah. general. Yeah, for sure. So they've never fallen off. They've always been... They're very consistent. A they're, consistent name. But they're, they're also sh- evolving, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. There was one instance where I think Patrick Stump tried to go solo, and it didn't quite take off. The God way damn, it was good, though. I don't was, know if you ever heard it. It was good. I liked it. I liked yeah. it a lot. I never did. But, but now I want to listen. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah. Well, the thing with Patrick is, like, he's such a diverse singer. Like, he has, like, soulful roots, mm-hmm. and I think he wanted to go that route. And I love anything that has any type of roots like that. So mm-hmm. I personally enjoyed it. As I don't know how everyone else perceived it, but, you know. I don't think it quite took off the way they were expecting, yeah. you know. And so then they came back out with the, the album that followed. And I, I can't remember what it was called. It was, like... Something to do with rock and roll, history of rock and roll, something oh, like, like that. God's okay. rock and roll or something. Yeah. And it was the first album back with Fall Boy in a long time, ever since he kind of decided to go solo. And I think that was a new producer that they went to as well. And it was a new sound, totally yeah. different. And it put them right back on the charts. And ever since then, they've just been hitting it good, hard since. Good for him for being able to do that. And good for Fall Out Boy for being able to, I shouldn't use the word recover, but be able to recover from that right. hiatus that he took. Because a lot of bands... I mention this in every episode. I'm a diehard and sync fan, and will always be. <laughs> sorry, guys. Oh, no sorry, I'm not sorry, but I really am. But I'm gonna yeah, use pop, yeah. like real typical top forty pop music, as, as an example. That doesn't happen a lot. Right. If some, if a, if a lead singer leaves a band, sometimes that's it. Yeah, so, I see Justin Timberlake reshaping uh, and sync. Are you really? Uh, I love Justin. Oh, yeah. He's that dude's amazing. Yeah. I could all sit all here for taste. four hours. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He's this. great. So this song is actually a cover of Go West's King of Wishful Thinking, which some may recognize originally from Pretty Woman. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. Yeah. Which is one of my personal favorites. I love that song. It's very 80s, but it's very good. It's classic. And it is totally classic. So Newfound Glory and Patrick Stump had recreated this song into a millennial kind of punk-centric way, but still captured the original melody and lyrics, which is hard to do. Yeah. yeah. And I think they did a really good job of that. I would say uh, Newfound Glory and... Generally, they do a lot of good covers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These albums are called From Your Screen to Your Stereo, mm-hmm. and they have quite a few of them now. Uh, the most recent ones, they have some hilarious videos, too. Yeah, and some great. good collaborations on there, too. Yeah. yeah, and they're doing, like, Frozen songs. Are like, they really? Yeah, he yep. came out on stage and dresses Elsa right, when they were here Oh, he, he did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, my gosh, yeah. I have to look that up. And so every couple of years, they come out with a whole album based on... Songs for movies. I saw that. And yeah. they're really good. 
Yeah, and this, this is just one of those classic ones, like you mentioned. Please <laughs> tell me everybody has seen Pretty Women. Yeah, Pretty yeah, Women. I don't know yeah. why I'm saying Pretty Women. It's been a minute, but I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't say I've seen it. You've never what? seen it? I probably... I am, come on. You I'm need probably. a movie <laughs> You got homework tonight. A movie uh, education, that's we'll what that see. means. <laughs> I have to say, I listened to this song, King of Wishful Thinking, which then led me to go down a rabbit hole of newfound glory and follow-up boy music videos and songs on YouTube. It took me back. It was so much fun. And I want to specifically call out My Friends Over You by Newfound Glory. It reminds me of my early age teenage years. I haven't heard that song in, I'd say probably 12 years. And I just sat there and sang it to myself at my kitchen table (laughs) watching the music video. It was, it really took me back. You should hear it live. I never like, have. If you ever get the opportunity when they come here, they are one of the best performing bands, sounding. They crush it. Like that nostalgic feeling that yes. you felt listening to it, feeling that live in your chest is a whole nother experience. And I've never seen them live, and I'm pretty sure they toured recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they come here pretty often, Do actually. They? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're that's they're not retiring anytime soon. No, they're so <laughs> good. good. Yeah, so that'll be on my list. I have been to a lot of concerts, but I've never seen them, so... I definitely need to do that. Mm-hmm. Have you guys all seen them live? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you'll be on tour with them one day. Well, well, cool thing. 2012, when we we jumped on Warped Tour 2012 and did kind of like the same thing where we followed the tour, mm-hmm. they were on it. So we actually hung out with them and like got to oh, see them. Oh, wow. Live yeah. Jordan Punk. What an experience. It was fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Did you give them your music? I, I feel like we did. I think Colin, Colin did. did. Yeah. yeah. And he liked it. They yeah. were all like, yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. Well, yeah. well hopefully they will take that a step we'll further. Yeah. Plan, like peers. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, you know, it's funny. A lot of, like a lot of bands like really like, I mean, like Simple Plan loved our stuff. Pierre. I thought of Simple Plan. Me and Pierre phoned like too. a bromance because when we were on tour, like we were both having kids at the same time right. and like oh. me and him were just like, we were texting for a long I time. I remember that. You remember that? were like all close for some Yeah. I was like, you want to hang out, man? You want to go for a date or something? Oh. We, like he was a good dude, so he was super nice. Yeah. Are they from, they're Canadian, aren't they? Yeah. Yep. French Are they Canadian. still touring? Yeah, oh yeah. I think so. They tour more um, overseas though, because okay. that's more of their demographic now over there, and they make way more money sure. touring overseas than they do here. Is it like Europe or Japan? Both Europe okay. and Japan. It's funny. Mm-hmm. I was thinking Japan too. I, it's interesting how that happens. Oh. How one huh? band can make it so big. I was recording an episode couple weeks ago when we were talking about Queen and how big they were in the UK before America mm-hmm. which I understand that but it wasn't just UK I shouldn't say that it was Europe in right. general and then it took them a while to become popular here it's mm-hmm. just interesting how that can happen yeah well think about the time frame too they didn't have everything that we had now no. like streaming platforms no. and like that. so it was a lot harder to even of course right. they Cross can't the market pond. themselves like that yeah exactly yeah. well like uh, in her own words Weren't you saying they tour a lot in Japan? Yeah, yeah they've toured in Japan quite a um, bit. Our genre is just really big over there. They were in Japan, so maybe we should hit them up and uh, go to Tokyo for a bit. Yeah, if we could find a contact in Japan, I feel like we would do well. That'd be pretty I just don't know how you get into that market. Yeah, because we'll see in our um, streams awesome. through Spotify and the Artist app. Um, London's a big city for us. Okay. In Germany. We're Germany. Germany, we're Germany yeah. we do well. Okay. Uh, not so much Japan. We haven't really hit that. No. Yeah. But no. Um, Europe, we have a lot Let's of make listeners. a song about London Japan. is in our top five cities. Wow. A lot of times. You know what's funny is out of all the cities in our top five, you know what city's not in our top five? Phoenix. Arizona. <laughs> Phoenix. It's like 40. Yeah, it's so, like yeah. something like that. Interesting. I wonder yeah. why. I don't know. It's, I don't know if it's because population. Because Chicago's up there, LA's up there. We're the sixth largest city in the country. 
Yeah, I don't know. And it, because we're local Phoenix, you'd think. But Absolutely. I think we ran out of uh, popularity here. Maybe, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, those guys. We're 10 years old. Oh, yeah. skip, so, skip, no, skip. I, don't, I don't think so. I actually think your music can help our generation and maybe those Phoenicians. And of course, this is not a generational thing. It can be anybody. But it takes us as hate to say it as millennials to say this music is so good make everybody listen to it again so i'm hoping that you get on every radio station to remind people of that and how much we need it we try i think part of it too is because we've been around for 10 years we're now releasing stuff as new again we're trying to rebrand ourselves so while we have it around 10 years we know there's a lot of people that have heard us through the scene there are just as many if not way more that have never heard of us. course so we're hoping to reach that demographic we want mm-hmm. you know the first timers to think that we're yeah. all over again and with the new songs too i think it'll reach a lot more people right well and think about bands like we can go back to blink 182 they had several albums before they made it big mm-hmm. so sure. it, yep. it just it happens so sorry, that way it. sometimes dude ran uh, right oh dude yeah. Ranch. i <laughs> love dude Ranch. that's that my favorite album kind of yeah. on the rise yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I personally like, uh, of course, Mark, Tom, and Travis show because it's their live CD. Oh, it's hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. So and it goes fun. on forever. Yeah. Too. <laughs> so you mentioned another collaboration that you guys love, A Praise Chorus by Jimmy World and Davey Von Bolin. A lot of us didn't realize that it was a collaboration. Yeah. At first. So once we figured that out. I listened to it again this week mm-hmm. and I didn't either. Right. Actually. Because yeah. they're they're a band, so you you hear them and you don't necessarily identify their individual voices right. or their individual sound. And I didn't know this either. But I do have a soft spot for Jimmy Eat World, so I'm looking forward to touching on this briefly. I'll tell you why after we highlight a couple of band-related items. This song is actually from their fourth album in the early 2000s, Bleed American, which I read was renamed. Yeah. Yep. It just so. went self-titled because it was around okay. uh, 9-11. So uh, oh, is that why? Yep. I couldn't find why. Yep. So it was released as just self-titled. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's a, for the sensitivity yeah. Yeah. of that. Okay. Well, that's that makes total sense. At least sense. that's what I've heard. <laughs> I, mean, no, I heard the same thing. Yeah, that's what I think. Is it just me or do you get kind of like a Foo Fighters feel? When, I don't know if anybody else feel this, feels this way, but I was listening to it and I was really listening to it. And while I was hearing the music, I felt Foo Fighters a little bit. Well, in that time frame, like we're talking early 2000s, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Foo Fighters were pretty prevalent. Yeah, yeah they so were. I could definitely see the, the similarities in demographic genre sounds. You know, a lot of people were listening to that style of music, so it was very popular then. So and I think that guitar intro, like guitar, just like that. That's kind of Foo Fighters ish. Ask, yeah. yeah. It has a little As bit well. of that. I mean, there might be more that we don't know about. Maybe it's the same producer. I'm not sure. Could, it yeah. could be. Yeah, and I didn't dive true. that deep into it, but absolutely, it could be that. Or they might just love the Foo Fighters and wanted to. Yeah. Who's not a Dave Grohl fan? Of course. Yeah, Dave Grohl <laughs> is. I would love to party with Right. Sure. Yeah, it's timeless. Right. But also, shout out to Jimmy World's local guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the local band you guys support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of my segue in a little bit. Oh, okay. but yeah, I, I, and it reminds me of the format. They don't remind me of the format necessarily, uh, but that idea that of that nostalgia, local nostalgia right. where. And, and they have, well, Nate Roos, and I, again, I. I Another episode, I talk about him in a little bit, but he's great. And look where he's gone with that. So after a praise chorus was released, they sent it to Davey Von Bolin. And forgive me if I'm pronouncing his name wrong. The lead singer for the band, The Promise Ring. In the song, Adkins, Jim Adkins, he's our lead singer. Yeah, he says actually in the song, come on Davey, sing me something that I know. And the reason for this is that Jimmy World wanted to include lyrics to a familiar song on a praise chorus. So when you hear the chorus to the 1968 Tommy James and the Shondles song, Crimson and Clover, 
then you understand the meaning behind ah, it. So I, I actually didn't, didn't know, know that. To be honest, neither did I. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Learn something new. Yeah. yeah. And that's one of the coolest bridges, like in a song. I've heard it's just so, it just kind of takes you somewhere else real quick. Yes. And then it comes right comes back. Comes right back yeah. to yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah. So good. Incorporating Crimson and Clover into that is extremely unexpected. I didn't even really remember that. I hadn't heard it in a long time. No. No, exactly. Yeah. And so I, when I was listening to it, I realized, oh, and that really is in here. I'm to this album again later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now time for my, I just, I have to make this side comment real quick. I, I would be remiss if I didn't. About 18 years ago, there was a house at the end of the street that I grew up on and it had become vacant. So one day the whole neighborhood gets these letters from Jimmy Eat World's record label or production company. It was one of the two. Letting the whole neighborhood know that a video was going to be shot at this vacant house, basically. And at the time, people were starting to know who Jimmy Eat World was, but I was 13 at the time. So I didn't totally know their music. It was sing still, right? Uh, it still is. <laughs> <laughs> Always. We didn't necess- I didn't necessarily knew who they were who they were completely because there weren't the streaming services. There wasn't a way of listening to them unless you went out and bought their album. And at that time I didn't have it, but I had a friend and a neighbor, Jenny, if you're listening to this, who did know who they were and she was a fan. Of course, I became a fan after this, but a, a big fan because of this experience. But we actually, my mom took my neighbor and I to the set. We got to see how the video was shot. It was the song for the middle. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. That's it was, cool. And the, the, That's legit. It was legit. They gave us swag. They gave us t-shirts. That's cool. awesome. It was, it's a cool experience. It was quite an experience. And it was filmed at the end of my street, so it was very local. I will never forget that. I don't, I think we got to meet a couple of the band members, but we didn't get to meet them collectively. Right. But it was really interesting That's because awesome. if you remember the video, I don't expect you to because it was 18 years ago. I can kind of remember it. Yeah, I have a... It's a pool party. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I can say this. I don't know if it matters, but it was filmed during the day. So they actually made it look like nighttime outside at the pool by putting these like tarps up and all of no the way. shading. Yeah, so it wasn't actually filmed at night. Oh, I didn't know that. And the main now guy watch in the that video, video again. It's re- it's actually yeah. a really good video. It's just a big party scene, a pool party, and this guy is kind of like walking through and I think he just feels out of place. You remember yeah. this? Oh. Yeah. Yep. And actually, he went to my husband's high school. So he was at which we come full circle here, but he was a local guy that just was in this music video. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. It was yeah, really cool. It right. was quite an experience. So, and I never thought that I'd be sitting and talking about them on a podcast. <laughs> Eighteen years later, maybe one day you'll talk. I about saw them. Yeah. that would be on. That would be podcast. a dream. My yeah. sister went to ASU, and she took me to see them at like a basement somewhere at ASU in front of like seven people. Wow. So I got to see them. I remember being a kid being like, yeah. like just blown away. And I was such a shy kid. But that night, I remember I was like coming out of my shell a little bit. And that like definitely helped me come out a little more. Absolutely. Yeah. As a musician and just in general. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Did you see, did you then become a fan when they were becoming popular? Yeah, I've been like, a fan since the beginning. Um, and because of my sister like them. And I've always listened to Jimmy World. Like kind of like the home time you always root for them. But I, I, I just vaguely, not vaguely, but I really remember just being, seeing them blow up and I just kept rooting for them and rooting for them. Yeah. And I just, they just recently released a new album, like not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good too. Yeah. So it's cool to see them keep doing it, you know, and it means basically I looked at in our band, it's like, we can still do it. You know what I mean? They've been a band for I don't know how long. Right. You are doing it. Yeah, yeah. we are. We're doing it guys. We got more <laughs> <We're doing it. laughs> yeah. 
All right, let's chat real quick about some, we're running out of time, but I do want to touch on some future collaborations that you guys would like to do. An artist that has been on a couple different pop punk albums just as a random feature is Haley Williams, you know, the singer of Paramore. Absolutely. I, I mean, it, I don't know if this could ever happen. I would love for it to happen, but if Haley Williams could ever be down to do a collab with us, I would probably scream like a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we all would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think she's just like has a dynamic voice and like it's not just and also because she's a female, like having a female vocal on one of our tracks would just be so cool. Yeah, we've never had that. We've never that. had that and I, I would love that. I think that's what gives Paramore the sound that they have. Oh, for that's, sure. She yeah. makes them. But she has that 100%. attitude in her voice, too. I mm -hmm. think. That fits the genre. Yeah. Right. Like she yeah. can belt it out, but also like she has that punk kind of feel to right. it. Which... She does. She has a very powerful, convincing yeah. voice. Convincing is a great yes. word for it. Oh, uh, what about you? We we met her, remember? Yeah, um, we, yeah we... Um, it was brief. Again, in, ad in addition to the time that you met her? I mean, the time I met, her, I met her was just like in catering line. She happened to get in line behind wow. me. I, like, I think we all have different experiences with her. Uh, yeah, you guys, I think, met her in the same tour, Please but different. Tell. Like, <laughs> so here's the thing: when you're on Warp Tour, like you're you're touring with every band known to man possible. So like, we weren't always together. Like when I met Haley, I was hammered behind a bus, and uh, she was coming off the bus, and I didn't realize it was Paramore's bus. Oh wow. Yeah, and she came down. She's like, hey, how are you? I was like, I'm good. How are you? Like, just hammered. I wasn't, like, super drunk, but I was like, oh, that's Haley Williams. Like, yeah. oh, what's up? So I was trying to be, like, proper. Yeah. Right? And I remember just talking to her for, like, three to five minutes. I was like, I, I like your band. Like, <laughs> saying the things like that, bubbling. you know what I mean? I was like, do you want to hear my band? <laughs> just fumbling over everything. And um, she was super, I remember her being super nice and just being like really welcoming and like just a sweetheart. But I kind of, I was like a little in shock, you know, because I don't normally get, you know, very sh like rattled by different people, but she's definitely one person I was like, oh. Uh, we'll give you a couple shots and, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. leaning hey. up against Paramore's tour bus, that's going to do it to we'll you. We'll tag her on the uh, podcast. Yeah. yeah, she was cool. Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't tell us. Did she listen to your music? I was drunk. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, I think you would have remembered that. Yeah. No, so I wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> no, I will tell you though, like we showed our music to almost every band that we possibly could. So there's a solid chance they, she listened to our music. We actually have a compilation video I was just gonna say, of bands saying they should check out our band. Right. Like big That's bands cool. saying that they should check us we out. We made it a point to film a bunch of random artists on that tour. After listening to our stuff, we filmed them saying Like their reaction it, yeah. like and thoughts. Yeah. And, That's yeah. hard work, promoting yourself and, and getting your name out there. It definitely yeah. is, yeah. Yeah, well, hopefully it'll, one of them will contact you. Yeah. You know which one I really remember, though, who I put the headphones on? Um, McLovin. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, gosh. What's his name, Christopher? Uh, Why yeah. does he just show up at random things? Right? Uh, yeah, I don't know, All but I was time. like, hey, McLovin, listen to our band. Like the actual guy who played him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's just like the most random stuff. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he's just living his life. He's just doing he is awesome. living yeah, his he's life. He's money to make. All because of that <laughs> one role. Who was it? I, I, Ron was, Jeremy was wearing our shirt that day. Did you say Ron Jeremy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. He was at Warped Tour, yeah. yeah we right. got him in a shirt one time. Wow. There's a lot of random people. I wish I could think back to all the people that we met and talked with on that tour, because it's definitely a, a huge It's handful. an extensive yeah. <laughs> list Do you plan of to go again? Well, Warped Tour is no longer a thing It anymore. isn't? Yeah. I, I thought they were, they were out at back. They're going to do, like... 
a handful of dates like here and there. Like festivals here and there, but, like, okay. there, but uh, it's not going to be. I'm, I just feel privileged that we had the opportunity yes. to even do it because yeah. that's not going to happen again. And, right. you know, that's a good, there's a lot of good stories to come out of that. Didn't they used to produce a Warped Tour album? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Every year they yeah. were yeah. like a compilation mm-hmm. CD. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's really fun. I remember getting that. I worked at Sam Goody in high school. Yes. $18 CDs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I would tell everyone, like, I knew him, like, just... Let's go to Best Buy or ten dollars. Yes. <laughs> were they so expensive? And we were owned by the same company. Best Buy owned them too. I didn't know that. Yeah. So oh my like, gosh. I yes, I bought it an eighteen dollar oh, yeah. Enrique Iglesias CD. Yeah, Best Buy. <laughs> That's where I found Fallout Boy. Actually, I never heard him before, but I saw the name Fallout Boy, and it's a reference to a Simpsons character. And I, I didn't thought know it was that hilarious. either. So they have Radioactive Man and his little sidekicks, Fallout Boy. Oh, how funny. They're like a superhero in, within oh. The Simpsons. And I thought that was funny. And it was just, hmm. it was their... Um, I didn't know that either. Take This to Your Grave, I think, was the album where it's just the four or five of yep. them sitting there. It's blue and black. Yep. My employee discount. I'm like, I'll check these guys out. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Change your life. Yeah. I'm I like, hope your employee discount guys? was good because that was a ripoff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why they're no longer around. <laughs> right? It's funny. It wasn't my fault. What you pay for Spotify or what you pay for streaming services, no. oh, and you can yeah. listen to all of those albums at any time. Right. Yeah. I spent a lot of money on CDs. We all oh, did. Yeah. Yep. I still buy Justin Timberlake CDs so I can support him. Oh, okay. That's cool. That's a there's true a, fan, is two, what that is. There's a few I albums I'll still buy on iTunes. Yeah. 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 Oh, we buy them on him. iTunes. Okay. Or no, you no, buy I, buy, I buy two. I buy one on iTunes and I buy one at Target. Oh, and the physical. She's a true fan. She's a true fan. Thank you guys for being a part of the show today, and thank you for letting me crash your band practice yeah. to record this episode. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks You're for having welcome. Us. Thanks for you know check us out on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, um, <laughs> YouTube, YouTube, <laughs> and all of your trending <laughs> areas. Yeah. Yeah, everybody, do yourself a favor and listen to a step ahead music on all of those platforms. Talk to everybody soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you.